What if you could measure your employer brand as a single number? What if you could track it over time? We do that. It's called the Employer Brand Index. Continuously measuring what's positive and negative about you as an employer from a candidate perspective is the key. The Employer Brand Index helps you measure your employer brand and validates your perceptions or draw up a few surprises, both good and bad. The Employer Brand Index works best when done over time to see how things are changing. Some companies use it as a baseline before they launch their EVP. Others add in some talent competitors to see how they stack up. Stay on top of your employer brand. Go to employerbrandindex.co to learn more. Hey, Sansevason, it's Jorgen Sundberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast, brought to you by your friends here at Link Humans. We are, of course, fine purveyors of data-driven employer brand insights. Right, so how's it going? This week, we are speaking to a giant of an employer, which most people have never heard of but they have most likely enjoyed the services provided by this company. Are you intrigued? Perfect. Let's start the show. Hey, Brianna, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So please let us know who you are and what it is that you do. Sure. So I am Brianna Goslin. I am an employment brand manager at Sodexo. I currently manage all of our candidate communications uh, through email, company social media channels, employee advocacy, and I manage our Sodexo USA Careers blog. Um, I'm also supporting our recruitment teams with hiring events and initiatives. Right. Okay. So the burning question here is, what exactly is Sodexo? <laughs> so Sodexo is a worldwide leader in food and facilities management. So for over 50 years, uh, we've been partnering with some of the world's biggest companies to ensure that our people and organizations have access to nutritious meals, a healthy and productive environment, and then also improving their overall quality of life. I uh, specifically work in North America. We're in 64 countries across the globe uh, with 420,000 employees. Wow. You'll, likely, you'll likely recognize us from different areas of business, which include universities, K-12 schools, senior living facilities, hospitals. Uh, we're in sports stadiums, and we're servicing over 10 different industries. Wow. Okay. And it's originally a French company, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So 420,000 employees. So it's, it's uh, a sizable operation. And basically, anecdotally, my interactions with, with Sodexo have been Basically, when you, when you go to a, a company cafeteria or, yeah, like uh, you say, like a, a college campus cafeteria or whatever, and you think that uh, the people working there are employed by the company, but they actually, they're badged by Sodexo. Um, yep. so, so it's a very handy solution, I think, for, for companies. So looking for that. And 420,000 employees, which makes Sodexo a, a, a very large employer. What is the awareness like out there? with candidates in your space? Uh, so right now, um, I think there's a lot of common challenges happening with, with food service and hospitality organizations. As that world has shifted for, for COVID-19, so has our hiring. Candidates have really high expectations right now. And, and I think our biggest challenge is being able to pivot and adapt with that changing job market and then pivoting quickly. 
being a large company, it sometimes is is a little bit more difficult to shift on a dime, but that's one of the things that we're focusing on. How can we better serve our frontline workers and, and continue to promote that safe working environment while attracting early talent? With Sodexo being in so many areas of service, uh, we have a lot of moving pieces and making candidates aware of who we are. Like you said, uh, the, the people working behind the line in places where they may not know we're Sodexo, it can be a challenge. And especially in this competitive job market, I think uh, now is the time for us to be listening to the voices of our employees and candidates more than ever. Yes, absolutely. And uh, is Sodexo uh, faced with finding that's uh, hard to find tech or digital talent like everyone else? Or what's the what's the pain points? Uh, you know, it's. I feel like in my my particular role. Um, because we are completely remote, it's, I would say, beneficial to, to be a, in a company that has already had remote positions pre-COVID. Um, oh, yes. you know, so, so we were already working from home, which I think made it kind of an easy transition. And just from that tech side, we were already used to it. So, <laughs> but, but the real challenges lie within our, our uh, talent that's working out in the, in the everyday life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so when, when uh, an applicant, uh, when they, they click submit for an application to Sodexo, would they be considering similar sort of facilities companies or they're looking at other maybe like hotels and restaurants? So, so what are those, what, where's the competition for same sort of talent? So it's, I mean, it's all over. Um, <laughs> when it, I think it depends on people's areas of interest of where they want to be working. For some people, working in a, yeah. a big college stadium uh, for football games, you know, the, the perk there is that they get to see some of these games and, and be part of kind of the hustle and bustle, whereas as other people may be looking for more um, a, a quieter, quieter space, maybe only working for part-time hours or mother's hours. So they're, they're really looking for that school environment. You know, I, I think because we are so robust in our industries, there's a lot of opportunity for us to be finding good places for that talent. Yeah, I would think uh, you can be very accommodating for whatever lifestyle or you know, face of life a person is in. That's great. Okay. And uh, tell us about uh, your employer brand, perhaps start with uh, you know, how it came about and what, what the vision is for the team. Yeah, so we have been lucky enough to have a really strong focus on employment brand for several years now. Uh, it had started long before I was even part of the talent acquisition organization. It's just become a really important component um, of our talent structure. We've had a careers blog for over a decade now. It's remained one of our top resources for job seekers. And that with our uh, very dedicated team. We are going through evolutions right now. We have a brand new team really forming to focus on frontline hiring. And uh, there's going to be a lot of growth and changes, I think, happening within within our space and talent in the near future. Great. And what's the uh, setup of uh, the actual team? So there's myself. I'm primarily managing our social media, our blog space. And then we have another employment brand manager, Kristen Jacobs. She's the one that's managing our web content and our job boards. Uh, she's managing all of our media partners. And then we actually just welcomed our new senior director of talent programs, Amy Compton, to the team. 
Uh, so while I don't have too much information on kind of this evolution we're going through, it's, I think, a really exciting time for us. And I think it's the right time for these changes, too. Great. And uh, a large focus for you has been around employee advocacy. Can you give us an insight into what's going on there? Yeah. So within the last year, we've really put a strong focus on our employer brand through employee advocacy. Um, we've worked with advocacy tools in the past, and we just actually started a new partnership with a company called Gaggle Amp. Their partnership has really helped us kind of expand our reach. And within our first six months, we were looking at a reach of over 20 million through our recruiters networks. Um, so that was kind of a, a really good shift to see the changes um, and the increase of engagement from that tool. Yeah, that's, that's amazing numbers. Is, was that just in the U.S. and just from the recruitment team? Yep, just from the U.S. And we use the advocacy just with our recruitment team right now. Okay. With, and, with hopes uh, to uh, expand in the future, but we we figured we would start small. We have a team yeah, of yeah. about 80 to 100 within our talent acquisition team for North America or for mm -hmm. just the U.S. So we, we started small and, and we're going to ex hopefully expand from there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I see companies doing very similar things. You start with the sort of, the, what should I say, the, the candidate facing or the client facing people you have. So the recruiters are the ones who are interacting with candidates all the time uh, interacting with talent and then i think another natural cohort could be sales and, and marketing individuals because they they're also out there especially sales they're always out there yep. pounding the pavements and uh drumming the uh banging the drum rather for sodexa uh mm -hmm. perhaps more for products and services but at the same time also about the culture and why people should join it um so that's really interesting and do you have a uh a hashtag or any hashtags that our listeners can uh, click on to see some of these <laughs> updates? Uh, we use Sodexo Jobs a lot as a hashtag and then also Sodexo Proud. Uh, that is one of kind of our campaigns or programs that we've launched since the start of COVID, just kind of promoting that employee togetherness, um, trying to trying to come up with the right word for it, but just that, uh, that motivation belonging. and engage, yeah, yeah, belonging, just kind of because we are so spread out across the country and the globe that kind of that Sodexo proud is, you know, we're proud to be part of this company that is, is helping other organizations and businesses in improving their quality of life. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And uh, if we move on to activation of employer brand, what, what does that look like at Sodexo in the U.S.? So as you can imagine, we have a lot of pillars, um, which is not surprising given all of our areas of business and the different job disciplines we support. One of the key messages and points that we're really trying to drive with our employer brand is just the company culture and the growth, because at the heart of our culture is our people. And it's Sodexo is deeply committed to topics like diversity, equity, inclusion, sustainability, just that culture of health and well-being. But the people of Sodexo really aren't afraid to use their voice and talk about those commitments outside of the workplace. So I think that's where our employment branding team comes in is we're the opportunity to share those employee voices because um, I don't think anyone can tell that story better. And the, the biggest place where we're sharing that is on our careers blog. Um, it's the opportunity where we can talk about all of our different segments and disciplines and kind of find that common ground between all these areas of business. One thing we recently incorporated into our blog was our recruiter series. 
which was allowing candidates to kind of hear from a recruiter on any number of topics and just kind of get that face-to-text interaction, feeling like they're actually talking to somebody or, or getting to hear from somebody that can help them get a job. And that could be talking about culture or the hiring process and, and even some job seeker tips. And if somebody uh, reads about uh, this recruiter and they want to have a, an informal chat, can they then reach out to that individual and, and do yeah. so? Yeah. Yep. They could, they could definitely reach them on LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. Cause I, I know some people, they, I mean, um, what should I say? People like doing research nowadays before they fly. Just, you know, when you buy a TV, you want to do some comparisons online first. So it's always good to be able to have a, a chat before you send off the resume. Yeah, absolutely. And talk about uh, the, the current strategy. What, what are some of the focus areas? Yeah, so right now we're, we're really focusing on employment early talent, we're hiring in those high need segments, which is our hospitals and senior living facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, COVID-19 has really kind of given us a shift as far as where where our important areas of focus lie. We're supporting wherever our recruiters needs may be. Um, and that varies based on the time of year. So let's say, you know, when we were getting back into school and now we're going back in person in school. So we were really focusing on making sure we had the right people in the right places in our school systems to make sure that that we're supporting them the best we can. I know right now we are working with our military recruitment team. Uh, they are preparing for an interview, interviewing tips webinar, and it's free to everyone, but specifically supporting the military community. So for our little branding team, we're, we're helping our recruiters identify where they can find their audience. We're providing the messaging and graphics for them. And then we're sharing that content on our social channels just to, to create some promotion and, and relevancy, telling our candidates while they may not be part of the military community, I think it's great to still talk about what initiatives we're doing and why, you know, kind of goes back to that culture. Um, and then we're using our employee advocacy tool. It's one of the, I think, best ways for us to really expand our reach. So, you know, throughout the year, we have all these, a handful of these campaigns and initiatives that, that target those specific areas of hiring. Great. And, uh, now you've got this, um, you got, uh, Gagalamp, which is uh, the employee advocacy tool. And I know that one of the benefits with, with the tool, is that uh, you can get some stats and uh, perhaps some metrics. So can you talk a little bit about how you can measure the success of that, but but also how you measure results of the employer brand activity in general? Sure. So we're uh, measuring results in a whole number of ways. Um, from my side of things, I'm really looking at our engagement, how many eyeballs are on our content, and what kind of clicks we're getting. So we're always hoping those clicks are translating into applications, but we're really trying to, you know, when it's relevant, but we're really trying to to create that awareness of Sodexo. Uh, my counterpart, Kristen, she's really looking at how how our media partners are performing, um, what kind of costs we're getting per application. Yeah. Um, and she does a really j- a incredible job of analyzing that and just making sure we're effectively using our budget. And so what became really interesting for cost savings this year was through that yeah, advocacy tool. It allowed us to see what kind of cost per savings we were getting per click. 
and just by having our team share content organically. So I think it was in the first six months of using this tool, we saved just over $10,000 and would have otherwise been spent to create the same amount of engagement. So I thought that was pretty interesting, just seeing that, you know, while we are expanding our engagement, we're also saving money while we're doing it, which is always, I think, a positive thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One other interesting metric, which is not so much a dollar figure, but uh, some really interesting information is it comes out of our new hire survey. So we're surveying all of our new hires within the current year to try and get some valuable information on how they're using social media personally, what marketing channels they're using during their job search, and then specifically what was most helpful to them with their job search within Sodexo. Uh, and that's that's how we know that our hires are using the blog as a top resource. But I think it's been able to help us pinpoint where we need to be focusing our, our different areas of hiring. So our frontline hires, they're not on LinkedIn. And I thought that was really interesting to see, whereas all of our most of our salaried positions, they're using that as a really valuable channel to them. Um, they're connecting with our recruiters and, and using that more than, say, somebody that's uh, working in our front lines. Yeah, interesting. So uh, your blog is your the top resource for, for applicants. And if you dig deeper into that, do you know, are there any specific blog posts or videos or audio content or anything that um, seems to resonate with applicants? So our uh, job secret content generally resonates the best. Um, We're using, we have a monthly careers newsletter and we're always sharing uh, employee stories and job seeker tips. And we found that we get the highest engagement on those job seeker tips and, and tricks. We're talking, usually we try to focus on things that we're doing with inside the company uh, just to help them help candidates, uh, you know, be successful in their job search and the interviewing process. We're yeah. talking about things like how we, while we use an ATS system, we have our recruiters reviewing each individual resume. So sometimes our process may take a little bit longer in hiring, but we're telling our candidates, hey, we're actually looking at your resume. You're not just going to get automatically denied or declined because uh, the system didn't flag you properly. So I think being able mm. to share interesting and useful, I, I find valuable content like that um, is really what makes the difference on the blog. And then uh, also some of our employee stories, some of our uh, Long-term employees, when they share their their stories of growth at Sodexo, I think those resonate really, really well, too. Uh, we have one employee within Talent Acquisition specifically. She's been with Sodexo for 45 years, and I think uh, she got wow. the most the most clicks on our uh, employee advocacy tool when we shared her story. She had the highest engagement out of any of the content we shared. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, it's... Um... I think I think it's a it's a great service that you're providing all these tips and tricks and uh, and these stories as well because I I guess some people will read those and they may may not apply for Zodexo or they apply but they don't get the job but they they'll still have a good experience and you still help people and um, who knows they might tell friends and family or they might become a a client of Zodexo so yeah well done uh, right do you have any tips? Uh, not for job seekers this time, but for other employer brand professionals, anything you, you can share with our listeners? Yeah, so I have a, a few different tips. The first one just being focusing on lifting the voice of the organization's employees. 
Uh, like I had said earlier, I don't think anyone can tell that story better of a company than those that are working in the day-to-day at the organization. And then also leveraging your employee advocacy. So you're lifting up your employees' voices, but then you're also leveraging that through your employees to get the message out there. I think it's really important for us to be sharing our career development and our challenges and, and different triumphs that we have. You know, if I share a piece of content on our, our corporate social media channels, I, I can get pretty okay engagement. But if I take that same story and I have real people sharing it, my engagement's going to see a jump. I think there's some statistic floating out there. I, I don't remember where it came from, but it's uh, brand messages are reshared 24 times more frequently when they're distributed by an employee versus the brand. So, you know, that that sounds like a no-brainer. You know, let's have our employees share it, but you also have to have engaged and motivated employees for that to to be yes. beneficial. So I think just taking that step back and looking at how you can leverage your employees, um, just lifting up their voices, but also leveraging that advocacy. And then finally, one one other tip is I think now more than ever, focusing on continuous improvement and innovation is going to be a priority for most organizations. Uh, Technology is rapidly changing. Gen Z is entering the workforce. And I think they're really leading that way when it comes to change. Um, and if we're not innovative and, and fresh, we're going to get left behind or, or forgotten because that's not what, what the, the early talent is looking for. And if we can't keep up with current trends, it's we can keep doing the things the same way we've been doing them, but it's not necessarily going to be the best way for us to do it moving forward. I think we have to start adapting. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, so Brianna, how long have you been working in in employer brand or employment brand? So I have been in employment brand specifically for three years now. Great. And uh, what is it in your humble opinion that makes this role so special? You know, I think it's the people. Uh, Every day I get to learn something new about this organization and then the people that are part of it. I have heard some really incredible employee stories over the last three years. When I first got into employment brand, I didn't know what to expect. I had been working in field marketing. I was promoting our services and driving sales mm-hmm. within our units at Sodexo. Uh, so I think my world really opened up to, it opened up when I discovered employer brand and recruitment marketing. I, I found a whole new appreciation for the company. I am part of helping people make the decision to join this organization. Uh, Sodexo has been my employer for the last eight years. And I started out as a frontline employee during college. Uh, so I really live and breathe what Sodexo sets out to do for its employees. So I think it's just really cool being part of that journey for a candidate and hoping that they can find the same support and career development out of the organization like I have. Absolutely. And uh, my final question for you, Rana, is where can our listeners connect with yourself and where can we learn more about Sodexo? Sure. So I think the easiest way to connect with me would be on LinkedIn. It is Brianna with one N. And to learn more about Sodexo, you can visit sodexo.jobs. And that's where all of our careers content and access to our careers blog will be. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Okay, there we go. Thank you ever so much again to Brianna for sharing that wisdom and insights. And uh, be sure to check out hashtag SodexoJobs and SodexoProud to see more of those uh, employee advocacy 
updates. And if you uh, like this podcast, this episode, then uh, feel free to subscribe. You can do so at employerbrandingpodcast.com. You have all the options on that very page. Now, in case you're wondering what uh, Link Humans is all about, well, let me tell you, we help organizations use their employer reputation to attract, engage, and retain the best people within the marketplace. That's pretty useful. We know the first thing a candidate does when they're interested in joining your company is to head online to find out more. Yes, they Google Google. So that's where we start. We'll analyze what your employees, your candidates and alumni are saying about you across the internet. And we can compare these findings against your key talent competitors. So this produces actionable indicators that not only highlight areas that need improvement, but also where you are the strongest. So we look at 16 different attributes, so parts of employer brand, everything from diversity and inclusion to job satisfaction to L&D, for instance. And they're all equally important to a strong employer reputation. And when combined, you'll be able to make data-driven improvements to your business. So if you want to go beyond reports, you can also check out our customizable platform that allows all your stakeholders to dig into business areas, locations, and the personas that really matter to them. So do get in touch with us at Link Humans today to discover how data-driven employer branding can empower your organization. Just uh, head on over to linkhumans.com or ping me an email and we can take you from there. Right, that was it. Thank you so much for tuning in today and look forward to catching up next time. Hey! Why did the Cookie Monster apply for the marketing job? No idea. (laughs) He heard they were tracking cookies.